You are listening to the Revive the World Ministries podcast. We hope this message encourages you to be all God created you to be so that you can impact the world around you with the love and power of God. For more information about us, you can visit our website at revivetheworld.org or visit us in person each Sunday at 10.30 a.m. and Wednesday at 6.30 p.m. We hope to connect with you soon. Yes, this is... um... I'm excited that you guys are here this morning. I feel Holy Spirit inspired today with this message. And I'm really excited to see what God is going to do through this word. Um, If you're newer here and you weren't here, um, you haven't been coming for a while or you weren't here last week, um, Tony Tony is our senior pastor, Tony and Lindsay, and he is on his first week of sabbatical. And I'm stepping in as the interim pastor, so we're starting it off with me teaching today. Um, but as you guys know, if you've been coming here long enough, we, we believe here that the, the vision that God has for Revive the World is that there be, um, we each carry a unique piece. We're image bearers of Christ, and we each carry a unique piece of the Father and who the Father is. And so we get to, I'm going to scooch this out. <laughs> we get to reveal a new piece of who the Father is every time we allow, position our hearts in a place of honor to receive from the one in front of us. Isn't that beautiful? And so um, here we don't have one person who preaches every Sunday. We have a, a schedule of people on our leadership team of pastors and teachers who teach on Sunday. And I get to be one of those people, and it's an honor and a privilege to, to do that this morning. But isn't it beautiful that we each carry a unique, a unique piece of who the Father is? I want to live in a place of honor. I want to live in a place where I position my heart to receive from the person in front of me so that I can receive um, a, a, a bigger picture of who God is. Because how many of you know that God is way bigger than what I've made him to be? He's, he's bigger than what I could ever create. And a lot of times I will worship the God of my own understanding. And anybody else who has a different understanding of who God is, um, stay away from me. <laughs> you offend me. But what if we just positioned our hearts in a place of honor to where we didn't allow ourselves to be swayed with this and that, but we positioned ourselves in a place of honor to be able to say, God, I receive what's you. He's, he's, he's way bigger. He's way bigger than people trying to deceive us. God, I receive what you have for me through this person. What part of the, the image of who you are do they carry? Um, I love that. And I learned that. I learned this beautiful, um, deeper understanding of what honor looks like in, in a very um, unsuspecting place. <laughs> we went to the Indie Gay Pride Festival this year, and that's one of our favorite events to attend. Just let that sink in. It's one of our favorite events to attend as pastors here. 
We love going into godless, God-hardened places and being the light of Jesus. <laughs> it's our favorite place to attend, and it's the place where we see 100% of the time when we pray for the sick, they're healed. 100% of the time when we ask the spirit of love to come, who's the spirit of love? Is God bigger than our rhetoric? Is God bigger than our church cultural what's normal? He says, be all things to all people. We change our language because the LGBTQ plus community has been um, pretty hurt by the church, by good people with good intentions who just didn't know how to love like Jesus. And yet we go and um, we get to be the, the city on the hill. <laughs> and we, ha we, we have a little tent, which we're going to have to get a bigger one. <laughs> but we need lovers who will come with us. We need lovers of Jesus. We need people who are in love, who will lay aside what they think their opinion is that's better than others, who will lay that aside for a moment and just ask God, how do you see them? What do you see? What's the image that's deep inside of them that when you created them in their mother's room and you made them like you to be image bearers, what piece of you is inside of them? Because they come and they line our tent and there's a line all day. And they'll sit in front of you, and they taught me this beautiful thing about what honor looks like. <laughs> no, in no other uh, scenario can I think of, but there's kingdom strategy coming, so I won't put God in a box in that. But I've never heard of or seen of uh, a scenario where a pastor could sit down and a, and, a, and a Wiccan can come and sit in front of them and say, well, I'm a practicing Wiccan. And, um, you know, I, I want to learn, so I'm just here to learn from you. <laughs> what are you sensing? What are you hearing? Oh, I love Wiccans. I love witches. I love them because Jesus loves them. And, and I get to say, oh, I have something for you from the spirit of love. This is what the spirit of love says about you. You're an artist. You're a painter. You were made for more. And we get to love on people who are looking and longing to be known by him. And they taught me about honor. They came and they sat and they positioned themselves in a place of honor. Where they said, I want, I'm, I'm going to get low and I want to receive something from you. I'm open to what you have to say. There's, when you honor, really is in the trust family. When you honor somebody, if you're going to honor them, you, 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 there's a place of trust in receiving. And they showed us that so beautifully, and I did not think that's what I would take home from that. But it showed me that that community knows how to do something that I did not learn in the church community. 
but Jesus taught it with his life. When he got down in the dirt with the prostitute and, and he, he wiped her tears and, when he, and he said, where are your accusers now? <laughs> Listen, I don't know if you've been waiting, but the time is now for the sons and daughters of God to be revealed in the earth. It says in Romans 8 that the earth is groaning and longing for the sons and daughters of God to be revealed. And, and, and I don't think that that's, we're supposed to wait until Jesus comes back for that because he's coming back for his bride. And guess what? The people at the LGBTQ community, they're a part of his bride. They, have, they carry a piece that we don't have yet. <laughs> they carry a piece of the bride that we need and we'll be missing without them. But we need lovers. <laughs> we need lovers who will say, I, I've been holding my heart back from this because of this and that, but God, today I'm going to surrender it because the, the time is now. The time is not when he comes back and then we get ready. <laughs> we actually get to prepare the way for the king to come. We get to prepare the way. We got to prepare the way. And in, in, Jew, in Jewish culture, um, which the Bible loves to use to um, show us a greater picture of who Jesus is and what the return of Christ is going to look like. And in Jewish culture, the, the engaged, the betrothed, the the bride, she, she waits, she eagerly waits and she prepares for the groom to come and, and he, because he could come in the middle of the night and be ready for the wedding. In this day and age, I'd be like, hold on a second. That's not going to work for me. That's not going to work for me, honey. We're going to have to have a date. Got to send out the invites. Got to get the pictures. We need the ring. Okay. I need you to be in this color suit when you arrive. <laughs> you know, my mom, my dad's got to be there. And my siblings got to my friends. We got to celebrate. <sighs> but, but, but the groom comes when, when the wedding's ready. And the bride prepares for the groom's arrival. That's what we're here for, church. If you were waiting on an invitation, this is it. The time is now for the sons and daughters of God to be revealed. Will we be hidden? Will we be those who stay in our house and, 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 and write our posts on Facebook during the month of June? <laughs> Will we be the ones who stand, who are outside at the Pride Festival with the megaphone saying, Repent, you're going to hell! Listen, people who, people in, in lifestyles outside of the church, people who don't know Jesus know that. What they need is for their nature to be revealed. What they need is for somebody, lovers who are willing to get, to get alone with Jesus and say, show me how you see them. When the world is, it looks like it's going dark. <laughs> That's when the light shines the brightest. But he needs the church to shine. 
listen, when we're in these four walls, light's not getting out. But we can get real, we can hype each other up. We can get real hype. Sometimes we need that. We need encouragement. We need family. We need community. We have things going on in our lives. We need healing. But the time is now. The time is now. Jesus is with us. He's with us. I'm not somebody who, because how I talked about how we all carry this unique peace, and there's so many people who teach and speak that I admire. And I sit in a place, and I want, I want to honor them, and, and, and I'm learning through the, that experience how to sit, position my heart in a way to say, you may not look like me, you, you may not think, see, see, you may not think the way that I think, but I'm going to position my heart in a way to be able to receive the image of Christ that you're carrying so that my light can shine bright. So that I can, so that I can see where my peace goes with you and we can walk together in this thing as the body of Christ. Does that make sense? And so in this, there are so many people that I admire. A lot of times what, what we can do is if you don't look like, if you're, we get into churches, you know, we go, go to churches or get involved in different communities or see people that we admire and, and they're, if they have a different message, okay, we, we understand that Jesus Christ, the cross, you know, the, the foundational pieces, those are important, the gospel, okay? But sometimes we go someplace and like, well, they don't care about the lost, and so that's not what's most important. So I need to go to a community who cares about evangelism. They don't care about missions, so that, that's what's most important. And I need to go to somewhere where they care about missions because that's the most important thing. They don't care about community, and they don't care about, we walk into a building and we say, how can this building serve me instead of how can I serve the church? How can I be the church? How can we do it together? And we're looking for, we're going to churches and communities in order to, for that to fulfill a need inside of us that God made for him to fill. And we're going to people and, and positions and all of these things to get recognition and, and all of these things to get fulfillment from people. When really God says, come to me, all who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. And we go to the Father and he fulfills us. And then we get to come to the church and say, how can we serve together? How can we be the light and go out of these four walls. Whatever that looks like, it doesn't just look like evangelism on the street. It looks like entrepreneurship. It looks like business. It looks like culture. Invading the culture with sons and daughters of God. It's so good. I'm excited because we get to do this together. We get to do this, and not out of a place of performing to be approved by, by God. Not out of a place of serving 
so that I get, serving so that he sees me. But we do this from a place of our identity and who he made us to be. One of the most beautiful revelations that God is just kind of patting me along in right now is that you are not a pastor. You are not doing a pastoral position. You are not a position. There is not a position with a list of tasks for you to do that makes you a pastor. There's not a list of tasks for you to do that makes you a leader. If I made you to be this, it's who you are. And wherever you go, you will pastor people. If you're a leader, I made you to be a leader. Wherever you go, you will lead people. It matters what spirit we're of, and that's what we'll lead people into. I don't have to, and and that's when all this pressure and performance comes on us as the church, that we got to be the Christian in our family. We got to be the one who does everything right. We can't make mistakes. (laughs) The Bible doesn't say anything about that. Don't make any mistakes. You're going to make me look bad like Jesus is a victim. You're going to mess up and people are going to think I'm bad. He's bigger than that. But this, this is not a position for you to do. There's not things that you have to do because you're a pastor. Everything you do should flow out of that because it's who you are. That's a beautiful revelation. That's the reason why so many people get burnt out in ministry because they're trying to perform tasks and they don't realize they were made to pastor. If it's not coming out of who you are, it's not coming out of your heart. Therefore, you don't have authority to do it. It's not doing any work. You're just, wa- you're just wasting people's time. And you're wearing yourself out and your family. I'm not obligated to do anything. I get to. And it's an honor because it's who I am. It's who he made me to be. If you feel tired, if you feel worn out in this thing, check in with Holy Spirit. Maybe you're doing things that are outside of who you are, or maybe you're believing that you're not who he says you are. So as I'm looking to these teachers and leaders and pastors that I admire and and, and, and I sit under and I try to honor them and receive from them, as you guys do so beautifully. I feel so honored here and free to be me. And I only hope that when I, when I get to sit with you and hear about your lives, that you feel free to be you with me and our leaders here. And so as I do that, you know, you can get excited and, 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 and when you do that in those pieces of, you know, Dan Moeller, he carries this beautiful piece of, of, of how to become this love, that love's not just an action that we do, but it's something that we become because it's who Jesus is and he's inside of us. And we get to love out of this really whole and healed place and we're not victims and I love it. And I would be doing you a disservice if I listened to his message and stood up here and tried to teach like him. I would be doing you a disservice if I stood up here even though I I love Tony and he gets me so excited and I love the peace that he brings of who the Father is. I'd be doing you a disservice if I stood up here and tried to teach like Tony. 
and try to give a, give a message that I think he would give that you guys would love because I'm not Tony. So I'm not, I, I'm, I'm not about listening to teachers so that I can preach better. There's an encounter that takes place when we honor, when we sit and we position ourselves in a place to honor the one in front of us. We get to receive something from them. It's a beautiful principle of the kingdom that we don't deserve, but we get it. And so when I, but I heard this message when I was visiting my sister and something on the inside of my spirit came alive. And, 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 and I say all that to say, when I heard this, I knew that it was something that, that the spirit of God is doing in the earth because it didn't make me want to go and preach the message he preached, but it made me want to align what God has marked and stamped me with, with the spirit of God that's saying the time is now. With the spirit of God that's saying it's time for the church to shine. Not to preform. Not to look real clean and nice and put together. But to shine. <laughs> And so I heard this message, and, and he, he was talking about there is, a, there is a, a group of scientists who have been studying um, all of the prophecies in the Bible so that the fulfillment, when the fulfillment of the prophecies take place, they're trying to um, have some kind of grip on when the Lord's going to return which we know is just going to run you in circles. But they have a clock that they have been, you know, in the Bible it references Jesus, the return of Jesus, the midnight hour, the ten virgins, the midnight hour. Jesus is returning. And they have been moving the clock hands closer and closer to midnight as they've been seeing the prophecies fulfilled in the Bible. And... Right now, the clock is at 30 minutes till midnight. <laughs> and and is at 30 minutes till midnight, and the Spirit of the Lord is going and looking for the sons and daughters of God to be revealed. It's not to wait until he returns, but the time is now because the bride needs to be ready and there's people who don't know that they need to be clothed. He's come to clothe them in white linens of purity and holiness because that's who he is and how he loves. Whoo, I'm excited. I'm not yelling at you. I'm ready to go. And he's saying, the time is now, church. I know we got stuff going on. Paul had a lot of stuff going on. <laughs> he had a lot going on. And yet at the midnight hour when they were in prison and they had the chains on them, they began to worship the Lord. In the midnight hour, and all of the doors opened up. And even the guards said, What's going on here? And, oh, in the midnight hour, they started worshiping. Listen, it starts to look the darkest when we're under the shadow of his wing. I saw that in Corey Ten Boone's book. 
We're underneath the shadow of his wings. Whom shall we fear? We're called to be the light in the darkness because our dad is overshadowing us. We got stuff going on and Jesus was a man of compassion. It said he was moved by compassion and he healed them. He was first moved by compassion. He's compassionate in this thing, but the time is now to be healed, church. The time is now. Let's get healed. Let's get whole. So we can move forward as the bride. The time is now. I'm going to wrap up with this. When I, when I was just asking the Lord, what the heck are we doing today, Jesus? I was reminded of the story of the ten virgins. And I'm, it's, in, it's in Matthew 25. I got a lot of verses here, but we're not going to get to that. Um, Romans 8, 19, the earth is groaning for the sons and daughters, daughters to be revealed. Romans 8, 19, if you want to look at that reference. Um, in Matthew 25, the ten virgins, the reason why they, they named them as virgins, because in that culture it represented you know, the betrothed, the brides getting ready. They were ready for the groom to come. And they were, they needed to keep the oil in their lamps lit. Now this has become a very cliche message, but Jesus is on this today. So, so can you position your hearts to receive this in a way like you've heard it for the first time today? They're, they needed oil to keep their lamps lit so that they could watch and see when the groom was going to come. They were prepared. And there were those who were prepared with the amount of oil that they needed and those who were not. And the ones who had the oil knew, you've got to have your oil. Go and get your oil before he comes. You've got to have your oil. You can't take mine. Because my oil's for me. You have to go and get your oil that's for you. See, we come to churches and we look at Sarah's oil. We look at the oil and the anointing oil that's been poured out on Tony's life and we say, I want that oil. And, and Jesus is saying, the Spirit of the Lord, the Holy Spirit is saying, you need to get your oil. And only I can give it to you. You can't have mine. You can't have my oil. Only you can choose to receive the oil that the Lord has for you to keep your lamp lit so that we can shine. We're called to be image bearers, and he's the light of the world. And we keep those, oil, we keep those lamp, lamps lit because we are image bearers reflecting him in the midnight hour. And Jesus came and he went in because the ones who had to go and get their oil, they went to the marketplace. They didn't know that you can't buy it. <laughs> they didn't know that you couldn't get it from somebody or your mama who went to church or your granny who prayed for you. They didn't know that they had to go to the source of the oil. He gives us oil of joy for sorrow. He gives us a, a blanket of praise for our heaviness. It's his oil. There's healing in the oil. 
What oil do you need today from the Lord? Can you stand with me? I want you to close your eyes. There's oil for that. <laughs> all, of the, all of the questions, all of the things that slowed you down from saying, this is the time, Lord. This is the time. Well, my spouse, well, my kids, well, my job situation. Well, things didn't turn out the way you said it was going to turn out. Listen, all, there's oil for that. <laughs> there's oil for that. There's oil for that. The oil of joy will come like a healing balm. It'll come and it'll heal those places of your heart. And all the while we're laughing at the enemy. All the while we're walking around the walls of Jericho with our worship and our joy and the walls come down. We didn't even have to pull out a knife or a gun. We didn't have to call the militia. The walls came down because they worshiped. And they were saying, oh, his love endures forever. There's oil for that this morning. The things that have been holding you back from saying, this is it. I surrender the things I receive. I step into this place, this, the oil that was for me. I'm going to get my own today. I'm not just going to receive from this or that or him or her. I'm going to get my own today. So I don't just have to keep coming back to counselor after counselor. I'm going to get my own today. That's for you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. If that's you and you're saying this is the time is now, I want you to just put your hands out just as a representation is that I'm going to receive today. I'm going to receive today. And I'm going to pray over you. I'm going to just pray over you. Yeah, will you just turn that F pad on, Rachel, for me? Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. You know, in your own heart, whatever, whatever you've been longing to say to the Lord, because something happens when... When his spirit's on something that you're hearing on a message, something happens on the inside of us. Because we have that spirit. If you're a believer today, you, you, you have that spirit. And it's tugging on it and it's saying, hey, hey, this is the time. This is the time. you've been waiting to surrender to Jesus your whole life the whole thing all the worries all the cares the whole thing surrendered surrender simple it's just I'm gonna believe you I'm gonna believe who you are I'm gonna believe who you say you are and I'm gonna believe who you say I am and every perspective is gonna go through you You've been waiting to surrender fully. The, the time is now. <laughs> this is your moment. There's oil for you. 
So we thank you, Jesus. I thank you, Holy Spirit. We just welcome the spirit of love in the room. We just welcome you, God. Thank you that there's, there's no expectation and performance today. There's no expectation of how people should receive or what it should look like. We just invite you to come. Thank you that you're pouring out oil over your children. And we receive from you today. We receive from you. We receive from you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thanks that you're bigger than somebody laying their hands on you. Thank you, Lord. Yeah, we receive from you, Jesus. There's oil for them. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Would you just thank him in faith that he's doing something? Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Yeah, we're going to go ahead. I want you to stay in this place for a second. Um, we're just going to go ahead and, and thank the online viewers for hanging out with us today. We love you. The oil's for you to receive in your homes. Receive where you are. Yeah, receive where you are. Bless you. We love you. Um, yeah, we'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to Revive the World Ministries podcast. Join us each week for another message and listen to past messages by visiting us online at revivetheworld.org.